Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 138. It's now been three years, three months, and 26 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And I'm back up the mountain for Memorial Day. And I've been setting up some prayer rocks to remember my dad who served our country in WW2 and to send out gratitude to the men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice to protect our country and our freedoms. You know, sometimes it's really easy for me to get bogged down in my issues with food or wishing I was a better actor or wishing I didn't have to clean my house or wishing Mark was just a bit more like me. But when I take these moments to pause and consider what it took my dad and his service comrades to make sure that I have the life that I have, I am filled with awe and thankfulness for the blessings I enjoy. How about let's take a moment and remember those who gave their lives for our countries. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And thank you, BCs, for joining me in that moment of reflection. And if you'd like to see the stack of prayer rocks that I made for my dad and for service people everywhere, go ahead and go to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash day 138, and you'll see the photos that I took that day. One of the blessings I most enjoy is listening to our inspirational snippet of I'm Letting Go by Josh Woodward. And after that, I'll share what I'm letting go of today. It's a little bit different because this letting go was inspired by something BC Rabbit wrote. I love that name. Donnie will then present her newest round of foolish fun and big hugs and kisses to our latest Amazon shoppers. I'll greet and thank new BC Laura R, soon to be BC Laura S, who left a kind review on iTunes, is a fun blogger herself, and who gave me a wobbly big shout out on technology I can't quite figure out. And then I'll announce a new social media hashtag for us to use. Sue from the UK stops by to add comfort to my motherless day post. After that, we'll have some comment conversations from Donnie, me, and BC Dave about our last show, where I discussed expecting the best, including Donnie's big WW milestone. That's Weight Watchers milestone. We'll wrap up with my big birthday bike plans for next year, and maybe you'll want to join me too. Lots going on, lots to be grateful for. So stay tuned while we listen to Josh and then I'll let you know what I'm letting go of today. But I'm letting go, I'm letting go. It's a history that never really grows. I'm letting go. silent wind that never really blows I'm letting go Thank
Thank you, Josh, for that lovely snippet to listen to here on the mountain on Memorial Day. Now, because it's Memorial Day, this is a very popular hiking spot. People are off work and they're out here in the beautiful weather, remembering their loved ones or just getting some exercise. So in today's show, I don't have the luxury to stop and wait while the hikers go by. So we might hear some greetings or talking or footsteps, but that's okay. Remember, we don't have to be perfectionists, right? Well, last show, I was talking about why not expect the best. And that's because oftentimes my mind will go into expecting the worst. And then BC Rabbit wrote something to me that really triggered my mind. So this is what Rabbit writes. Negative self-talk, a nasty struggle for me as well. Kudos on being able to bring yourself back out of it, XOXO. And then I said, I'm sorry to hear that you struggle with that negative voice too, but thanks for the support. I've been doing a 10-minute guided meditation for the last week when I first wake up, before I even leave the bed. And I think it's working. I do feel more positive and even keel. It is very interesting. I'll probably talk about this some more next show because I am amazed, truly. Thanks again, XOXOXO. To which, Rabbit replied, Oh, I've been reading a little bit about guided meditation. Have you been finding it helpful? Think I'll be trying it soon too. Have any tips on how to start? And that's when I shared this information, which will also be on the show notes. I use a free app for my iPad and iPhone called Insight Timer. It has tons of guided meditations for every mood. I like one in the morning and one to help me sleep. And each guided meditation gives instructions as they go, so you can dive right in. And if you want to dive in too, I will, as I said, leave a link on today's show notes. But now I want to talk about what I need to let go of in order to make the best of my meditation experiment. And I realize that something that's really been plaguing me a lot is that I need to let go of something I'm going to call the racing morning mind, which leads for me to a lot of anxiety and feeling overwhelmed. Well, Laura, you might say, what the heck is racing morning mind? Well, for me, as you know, I kind of have trouble with insomnia and racing thoughts and things that happen. But when I first wake up in the morning, instead of feeling like, yay, another day, I'm feeling good, I don't have a cold, I'm glad to see Tiger and Gracie the cats or anything like that, automatically I wake up and my mind starts racing about all the chores I need to do, all the practice I need to do, all the additions I need to check for my voiceover work. I think to myself this huge big list of things I should be cleaning in my mortifying dusty house of horrors, or bills I should pay, or papers I should shred. It goes on and on and on and on. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, there is no time in my life where I could wake up regularly and think, I have nothing, absolutely nothing that I need to accomplish today. My house is perfectly clean. My paperwork's up to date. There's no clutter anywhere. All my voice auditions are nailed and out there. I don't need to worry about practicing. I don't need to worry about anything. No, no, my life is not like that. I don't think any of our lives are like that. And if we wait to have a peaceful, calm attitude because of our circumstances, <laughs> I'm going to be waiting forever. <laughs> I think you might be waiting too. But if we wait for that, it's a lot like waiting to be thin before you'll go do something fun, right? 
if we waited to be perfect in our bodies, we would lose a lot of opportunities to have joy in our lives. We'd miss a lot of parties, a lot of chance to go for a walk, a lot of chance to go sing or whatever it is we love to do. If we wait for every darn thing to be thin, we're not gonna be doing much, but maybe sitting on the couch watching Survivor. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I spent so much of my life just waiting for the circumstances to become perfect so that I could be happy and peaceful. And circumstances are never going to make it so that I can be happy and peaceful. I need to decide that I'm going to be happy and peaceful myself. And that's what's going to bring more peace and more joy into my life. So the way I've been doing that lately is I heard about this app, which I mentioned prior, called Insight Timer, and it has guided meditations. And so I said, all right, I've been waking up feeling completely anxious and sweaty and overwhelmed, and I don't like this. So I'm going to give it a try. So I downloaded the Insight app, which is on Google Play and the iPhone and iPad app store. And I listen to this 10 minute morning meditation every day, first thing when I wake up. I wake up, I turn on this meditation and it has lots of calming affirmations and where you listen to your breathing and you breathe in positivity and breathe out negativity and the affirmations are very positive. And the one that really, really, really resonates with me is to cultivate patience because that cultivates confidence. Wow, that really struck me between the eyes for my voice acting and also for all my years and years and years of dieting and binging. Because so many times I would work very, very hard at something and not get what I expect, whether it's on the scale or in getting the voiceover job or whatever. And I would take that as a sign from the universe that I, Lori, am a big fat failure. And I would say, what the heck, give up whatever I was striving for, chalk it up to just another thing that I wasn't good at and go on until the next time I decided to get up my bravery and give something a try. Well, voice acting now I've been training and working out and training and working out and getting coaching and taking steps and building the studio and all of this over almost three years now. And I still haven't had a professional job. Hey, you guys, any of you in your companies need a voice actor? Call Lori. <laughs> Sorry for that little commercial in my letting go. But lots of times I look at that and I say, oh my gosh, here I've worked so hard at my voice acting, how come I'm not booking? But I can't let myself feel that way. If I let myself feel that way, then I might as well give up right now. And that's crazy, <laughs> it's crazy. Because, you know, in voice work, when you submit an audition, you need to have the technical skills, you need to be a good actor, and you need to be the sound that really resonates with whoever is picking out the voice. And that may or may not be a voice like mine. So all I can do is to keep working on my skills to become better and better and to keep putting myself out there and trust with patience, that patience that I'm having to cultivate every single day, 
someday someone's going to hear my take and say, that's the person we want to represent our brand, or that's the person we want to be this character. That is the voice. And it gives me chills to think about it, but I know for a fact that that is going to happen. I know it, I know it, and it's impossible to think why I think that, but I just know it. So it might be this week, it might be next month, it might be in a year, it might be in 10 years, but one day that's going to happen and I'm going to be the voice that they want. In the meantime, I need to learn to be gentle with myself I need to be honest with myself and I need to have that patience to keep on going. But if I do, it's impossible for me to be a failure. It's impossible for me not to succeed. And this applies also to my famous mortifying dust of horrors. You know I hate to do my housework. You know it. And I let myself become super overwhelmed with all of the things that I need to do in order to make that house clean and livable, and so I won't be mortified if my friends come over and knock on the door. I really don't want to be mortified. I want my friends to come over. I want to have game night. I want to have a good time. I don't want fear of having a mortifying dusty house of horrors stop me from having a fun and fulfilling life. But I get so overwhelmed, and again, this racy morning mind just overwhelms me with all of the things that I need to do to get my house in shape, that I just end up back on that couch watching Survivor because I just feel overwhelmed. So part of this morning meditation is I let myself just think, what could I do today to make my house a little bit better? What can I do every day? So it might be just dusting the living room instead of dusting the entire house. Or it might be cleaning the kitchen floor rather than moving all the furniture as I usually do and cleaning the entire downstairs floor, which is made of tile. And, you know, these big jobs. So every single day I do a little bit of something. And darn it, but my dusty house of horrors is not perfectly clean, but it's clean enough that if someone knocks on my door, I can open it up and not feel mortified. (laughs) And that to me is a huge big win. And I'm telling you BCs, if you're like me and you wake up in the morning feeling like your mind is going, your mind is racing, you become overwhelmed with all of the things that you do, so it makes your dreams feel impossible, join me in letting go of racing morning mind. Whether it's using the insight timer meditation or taking time to pray or to take deep breaths and touch your toes for a few minutes, But we can all know that we are enough in this moment and every single day we can do a little something to bring ourselves closer to that life that we envision. And while we're doing it, we can enjoy today. So I hope you're enjoying today, BCs. I'll never ever let go of the feeling I get talking with you. And now, from the sublime to the ridiculous, Donnie's back with Foolish Fun, and this round of jokes is inspired by the humor her nine-year-old niece finds funny. And I must admit, I love this selection of quips, too, since I've had 50 years' experience being nine. <laughs> <laughs> Lori presents... 
foolish fun. <laughs> the feature wear messing up is just part of the act. <laughs> Hello, my brave friends. It's time for some foolish fun, fun, fun. I couldn't let a week go by with sharing a couple giggles. I have a nine-year-old niece, so I'm always being inundated with foolish funners. I have a couple questions for you. I'd like to know, why do fish live in salt water? Because pepper makes them sneeze. Where do mice park their boats? At the Hickory Dickory Dock. Where did the sheep go on vacation? The Bahamas. Oh, my gosh. How about this? What do you call a thieving alligator? Yes, you guessed it, a crocodile. And one more thing before I go. What goes tick-tock, bow-wow, tick-tock, bow-wow? Yep, yep, you guessed it, a watchdog. Ha, I got to go mow the lawn. Oh, wait, what do you call a cow that eats your grass? A lawnmower. <laughs> And if you love to be foolish, too, call the Bravery Hotline and get your silly on. Laugh out loud, Donnie. That foolish fun was so punny. And I'm also so glad there weren't any insect puns since those really bug me. Something that doesn't bug me is when UBCs are starting to do some Amazon shopping using the show link on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com again. (laughs) Hugs and kisses. If you shop Amazon in the USA and are looking for an easy way to support this show, please, please, please take a detour to our show link first. It's found on the main menu of CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com and also on the show notes of every episode. Those few dollars really make a difference to Mark and me to keep this show alive. And it doesn't add a single penny to your price. Nifty, no? Now I'd like to send a big smooch to new BC Laura R., soon to be Laura S., for her kind review on USA iTunes. It was so cool for me to stop by and see a new review there that I pondered on it. Soon after, I noticed that I had a new follower on Instagram with a name similar to that on the kind review. Could this be the same person? I asked Laura via direct message on Instagram if she had indeed lately written a kind iTunes review. She had, and let me know that she was a blogger and also using Snapchat to document her journey. I replied that I didn't really know how to use Snapchat, but I would try to figure it out in order to follow Laura. Her Snapchat name, by the way, is Create Spark Blog, which makes sense since her blog is called Creating Sparks, and I'll have a link to it in today's show notes. It's a fun mix of positivity, what she's up to, and fun DIY projects. Anywho, I managed to follow Laura on Snapchat and saw all sorts of cool shout-outs from her for Compulsive Overeating Diary and for moi. But most of all, I learned Laura is soon to be married, and in part from hearing all of your stories, is bravely determined to enjoy her wedding by focusing on her love and new life and not on body issues. So Laura, if you hear this show, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we wish you great joy with your true love. 
For the record, I tried to send a video back, but didn't have the mic working with Snapchat or some such thing. And I tell you, for a technologist, which I was, I sure as heck am confused by all the different channels of social media. And speaking of social media, if you are feeling brave and actually like this show, I would so appreciate some more likes from BCs on Facebook for Compulsive Overeating Diary. More than half of my likes come from my voice acting friends. And I admit I'm not exactly setting the social media world on fire either, so I figured it wouldn't hurt to ask. And on that topic, I thought of a way to make it easier for us to connect up with one another on all of the social media platforms. I'm announcing, ta-da, a new hashtag that I've been using recently. It's hashtag C-O-D-B-C-S for Compulsive Overeating Diaries BCs. If we all start using hashtag C-O-D-B-C-S when we post BC-worthy thoughts, it will be easier to find and follow our various adventures and support one another. So, it's also on today's show notes. Hashtag C-O-D-B-C's. So I hope that we'll be able to connect and I will learn more about today's social media and I will be able to do stuff without like accidentally turning off my phone. Now for some comments from last show. In one segment, I came clean about how Mother's Day was difficult for me this year. And Sue from the UK, God bless her, stopped by to leave me this comforting message. Days like this can lead to so much pain for some, alongside such joy for others. Well done you for vocalizing your thoughts. Your sharing has helped me identify my own feelings of loss. Bless you. To which I replied, Thank you, Sue XOXOXO. And I am so very sorry that this is another journey we are sharing this year. But I'm happy to have a companion in it who understands. And I want you to know I think of you often as we share this grief. And I do think it helps to share our burdens and our joys together as BCs. Sometimes, especially when I am down, I tend to isolate and hide and think nobody cares. That isn't true. I know that many of you care. And for you, if you are ever feeling all hidey and alone, like no one in the great big world gives a rip, I want you to know that I always, always, always care. And I think that is the beauty of Compulsive Overeating Diary, being here with one another. And right now, I want to be here to cheer for Donnie, who shares a big anniversary milestone in her latest comment about the last show. Donnie writes, Yay for life inside Lori's head. I'd like to note in regards to the angst you felt and experienced regarding your Motherless Day post, Lori, dearest Lori, it's your blog. It's your podcast. That means it's up to you what you write or say, not anyone else. If someone didn't care for that particular content, that's their choice to move on, right? Right? I mean, there's nothing to say if it was ill-timing or inappropriate to a person. They can't just skip over it until another time or not at all. What's important and what really matters is that you, dearest Lori, got to express what was in your head and get it out there. Hence, why you created this awesome space for us all to share. Woo! I laughed out loud literally when I was reading about the mindful binging and how it's no longer the same. I had to equally agree and acknowledge that I still find myself foraging, as some of you refer to binging. But when I tell myself I'm not hungry, and the plan is to start admitting this behavior, but yet right now I'm continuing to do it, laughing out loud. Ironically, and quite interestingly, it loses its awe much more quickly and I'm able to pull myself away from it, realizing in fact I don't feel well the more I consume. Wowza, such a transition. And here comes the big announcement part. 
Yesterday, May 19th, marked my five-year anniversary that I obtained the coveted gold Weight Watchers key. I reached my goal weight April 12th and maintained for six weeks to reach lifetime. I admit I'm not at that said weight. It was unsustainable and quite unrealistic. I went clearly from one extreme, 415 pounds, to the other, 155 pounds. Life wasn't good. I will say, aside from this 15 pounds I'm uncomfortable with right now of the 50 pounds regained, I'm still beating the odds and slash statistics. I've kept off 210 pounds. They, whoever that is, say, within five years, any significant weight loss will be regained plus more. What? Well, they, I'm here to tell you that I'm a success, so sit down. And on a side note, whoever they is, Whenever I meet up with them, I've got a few choice words. Ha! Thanks, Donnie. You are so awesome, and I appreciate your comments. And also, congrats on that anniversary of big accomplishment. Donnie, I know how much focus and moving forward that took. Brava! I hope you continue to understand how strong and special you are and that the fact you reach lifetime after such a long journey is a tremendous testament to your fortitude and courage. I don't think any goal you truly want can get the best of you. XOXOXO. Then BC Dave expects the best as he shares a brave new pursuit he and wife Kathy tried out lately. Dave says, Your podcast has me thinking. I, too, struggle with negative expectations, but don't verbalize them quite the way you do. Instead of thinking about submitting stuff that will probably fail, mine comes from the struggle of going through the learning curve. I have come to hate the journey of learning. I just want to be there. Sit down at the piano, play like Bach on my first try. Sit down to draw, draw like Da Vinci. Hit the alley and bowl like Chris Barnes. And Dave provides a link so we can learn about Chris Barnes. I know none of these are realistic, but it is such a strong challenge to overcome. However, that being said, I would like to put myself and my incredible wife on the bravery report. We decided to pick up disc golf as a way to make walking for exercise more fun. The brave part comes from only spending one hour practicing and then taking up an invitation to try a real course the next day. We made a new friend and received training and had lots of fun, all without thinking about the learning curve once. Sometimes in life, you have to act on faith. Do all you can to believe in yourself or pretend you do and go in with a positive attitude. Failing because you tried hurts a lot less than failing because you didn't try. Of all the sad words of tongue or pen, the saddest are these, it might have been by John Greenleaf Whittier. Wow, what a cool comment, I replied to Dave. Big bravery report hugs to you and Kathy, my friend. I think it sounds awesome and fun that you tried out disc golf. And double bravo for not letting that desire to jump past the journey derail your fun and joy in the process of learning something new. I am really having to internalize that with voice acting. Because as much as I have improved, I am still such a newbie and so inconsistent compared to the experienced pro talent. However, that makes sense. I have to let go my impatience and move forward with confidence because I do improve every single day. My need to do it right has really been in my way. And doing it the best I can versus the best of all time is really helping me do better and see my steps of success. Thanks again for the support and thought-provoking comments. It means the world that you and Kathy are there and we are on this journey together. 
And now, BCs, I'm putting myself on the Bravery Report because Mark and I signed up to ride the Solvang Half Century next year for my 59th birthday. It's the day after. When doing bike races, half a century is 50 miles. Solvang also offers a full century of 100 miles and the metric century, which is about 70 miles. Solvang is a wonderful Danish community about 90 minutes or two hours north of L.A. It was featured in the buddy comedy slash wine lovers movie Sideways. If you are a bike rider and would love to celebrate by riding Solvang too, I'll put the links in today's show notes. If you sign up, let me know. And Mark and I will try to find a way to meet up before, during, or after all of those darn hills. So until next time, BCs, remember I'm grateful that you are in my life and I'm in yours. So take care because I really, 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 with gratitude, care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. And there I'll sit, I'll admit that I was only just a guest inside my skin.